4: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So, some people are saying we got a crisis at the border. Yeah. By the way, I looked at polling. It was upwards of 25% of Democrats would call it a crisis. Most would say, well, it's a problem. I wouldn't say it's a crisis. Oh, well. Holy. Well, man. what constitutes a crisis? Right, It exactly. depends on where you're at, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure
5: does. Because Kathy Oakle, governor of New York, uh, She's had enough, apparently, yeah. David. Yeah, she has. Democrat governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, uh, claims Republicans are to blame for the border crisis, and she is demanding that Republicans in the House finally do something about it. Okay. Now that her state is being overrun, this was on MSNBC with Lawrence O'Donnell. Oh, boy. We
6: are being so affected. We have 175,000 migrants who came here. They came here for a better life, they came here for a job. But our city and its resources are absolutely overwhelmed. We need a break. I'm working to get people jobs. They're here. I'm going to make them work and get them jobs. But until then, we need some relief at the border. And those Republicans, even in one state like New York, 10 of them can make this happen. And if they don't, this will be a wedge issue, a forceful issue against them this November as well. So I'm putting them on notice. You broke it. You now own it.
5: (laughs) Golly. Who broke it? Yeah, no kidding. But this is the slimy thing that they're going to do, which is one of the reasons why, again, when uh, when the senator from Oklahoma decided he was James Lankford decided that he was going to do the bipartisan border bill. One of the reasons Mm -hmm. I was so ticked off at that guy is because he waltzed into the most obvious trap in American political history, (laughs) because now it's like, you know, that your fellow Republicans aren't going to go for this deal, you know, that going in. But you're naive enough to think that maybe you can sway some votes in the Senate and then get it over in the House and pass this thing. And you think everything's going to be all hunky-dory. No, idiot. This is what happens.
4: If you want to know how propaganda works, it goes like this. You have this issue at the border created by Biden the day he took office. Day one. And the word was out around the world. The border's open. And we've seen what's happened. And along the way, people have pointed it out. And for the longest time, you know, legacy media, call it corporate media, whatever. There's no problem. There's no crisis. It's a bunch of Republicans just trying to make this an issue. It's not that big a deal until, of course, it was Abbott in Texas and others sending illegal immigrants all over the United States. And as you have pointed out, David, a lot of times that was done by the federal government.
5: Yeah, the vast and they would ma- do it in the middle of the night. Yeah, the vast majority of illegal immigrants who have been shipped up to these blue states and, and blue cities is mm-hmm. from the federal government itself through non-governmental organizations. So the left and the Democrats
4: are to blame for this. It's pretty obvious to anyone that's been paying attention. But now, because it is the issue that it is, and it's showing up in polling... This is important to voters, Democrats and Republicans. All of a sudden, the media machine, along with the left, have their messaging. And you could see it play out this morning because I'm sure Hochul and the rest all got the talking points. And here you roll.
7: Good morning, America. Tough new restrictions could be coming for the border.
4: What? What are you talking about? Tough new restrictions. Border battle. President Biden considering taking executive action to stem the flow
7: of migrants at the southern border. Oh. Congressional Republicans and Donald Trump killed a bipartisan security deal. (laughs) There you go. And there you go. They all said it this morning. It was like the same script everybody got. Of course. Everybody. Everybody so again
4: you want to hear how it plays out sure well, of course okay here
6: you go begin robin at the white house where president biden is considering executive action on the border to stem the flow of migrants after congressional republicans killed a bipartisan compromise on <laughs> border security chief white house correspondent mary bruce oh, yeah. us off. good morning mary
0: Good morning, George. Well, I'm told this morning President Biden is considering possibly taking uh-huh. executive action to impose tough new asylum restrictions, including possibly barring migrants from seeking asylum if they cross illegally between U.S. ports of entry. Now, I'm told the president... I know, your
4: head's about to explode. Yeah. David, it is. It is. Dude,
0: this Indeed. is the kind of stuff that Joe Biden got rid of to begin with.
5: Morons. Don't even tell you that.
0: They won't tell
7: you that. Plus <laughs> the fact we've been told time and time again that he can't do that. Yeah,
5: like three weeks ago, he said he couldn't do it.
4: They've right. been saying it forever.
5: Has it's to up Congress. to Congress. But now,
4: because the Republicans in Congress won't act Joe is here to save the day. Golly, man. The
0: president is considering a wide range of options here. No final decisions have been made. But this does come, of course, after Republicans on the Hill under pressure from Donald Trump tanked a bipartisan border deal that included significant new restrictions. Mm -hmm. And as President Biden is eager to show voters that he is taking this issue seriously. Look, Republicans have seized on the chaos at the border, turning it into a political liability (laughs) for the president, upping the pressure on Biden to act. But if he does impose this executive order, it would echo a 2018 effort by oh. then-President Trump to bar and block migrants. It's something that Democrats staunchly opposed at the okay. time. It was blocked by the courts. And okay. if he does take this action, it too would likely face legal challenges. But even so, politically, it would give the president an opportunity to show that he is doing something to address this crisis, while Republicans, mired in their own infighting, have failed to do anything through
6: legislation, George. it been years like that. Okay, Mary, thanks very much. Much. i'm stuck. that's
4: the propaganda machine
6: well and, and
4: then it'll get regurgitated back to you from somebody that only gets their news in one spot well republicans don't want to do anything about this yep. problem
5: and that's how it works and again tip of the cap james langford you absolute moron for walking right into this trap to allow yeah. democrats to take one of their biggest liabilities politically and then shamelessly turn it into a liability for Republicans. Good, jo- good going there, champ. <laughs> yeah, and then you don't know
4: exactly what the intent was. Is it because that person just didn't see it coming? They're that naive? Was it something financially that motivated him to go the route he did? I don't know. I don't either. And you had cocaine Mitch McConnell. It. He- He's all about this until it came time. <clears throat> and he sees, oh, man, voters hate this thing. It really doesn't solve the problem. You yeah, well I shouldn't vote on this. Good old glitch. You can count on him. Yep. So that's where we're at right now. And the question is, will the independents buy into it in the end? Is it going to have any effect on the outcome? Because, you know, if Biden does get in office again or whoever might replace him, it will go back to the way it was. As far as if you're really trying to crack down on illegal immigration, they'll they'll open it back up until they have as many people in the country as they want, because that was the whole design. And I know people think you are some tinfoil hat wearing, you know, kook when you say that, but it's been proven. Dude, I watched a different network than you did today, this
7: morning, and it was worded the exact same way. Oh, yeah.
4: Republicans killed the bill. Yes. This was, like, brought out years ago, that they get their talking they, points. That's not a joke. They, they even, really do. They don't all even rewrite mediotics. it.
7: They don't even rewrite it. They you just say it.
4: That's why, you know, when, David, you put montages together, and they all say the same things, it's the verbiage that are in the talking points that gets sent oh, to sure, these outlets. Yeah.
7: yeah, it's really remarkable. It was stunning. I was watching this morning. I'm like, what?
4: What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, something uh, we'll also get to. And it was Brett Baer, because sometimes when you say, well... You know, what about Fox News? They're out there trying to tell the truth. Well, sometimes. They'll give you a different point of view, but are they a part of the machine? In some ways, yeah. Yeah. And you wonder that. Brett Baier was interviewing uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky, talking about, hey, what happens, right, if the United States doesn't give you the money and the weapons that you need? You know, basically, are you sunk? And the question that I don't hear brought up at all Wait a second. We're thirty-four trillion in debt, right? When you're looking at the EU combined, what is it, thirteen trillion in debt? But it's up to us. Yeah. Why is that? Why does never anyone bring that up? You would think they would be more invested in protecting Ukraine than we would be. But it's like this guilt trip constantly. You know, Americans, if you don't flip this, Putin's going to take over Ukraine. Okay, yeah, I don't think a lot of people want to see that, but it's up to us? You're not going to give, you know, another way of looking at this? Like, why aren't they paying? And then Trump talks about NATO paying their fair share. We'll get to that coming up in a few. And people lose their minds. But honestly, it makes sense. Something else we got to get an update on. Remember the MS Society? Yeah. The, was it, 90-year-old volunteer that had been there for years? Yes. Didn't know about using pronouns. No. They booted her. Yeah. They've apologized. Well, sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of apologized. Yeah.
5: Got to get to an update on that. And then what's the story with this Amazon delivery driver, David? Oh, my gosh. Uh, TMZ just put out new video of a crazy wreck that happened outside of Milwaukee back in November of 2021. But they just got the actual dash cam video of this. Uh, Alexander Evans was driving an Amazon delivery van, went across train tracks, didn't realize there was an Amtrak train coming until it was basically too late. He tried to floor it, got part of the vehicle out of the way, and the train just, boom! I mean, it it hits him going 80 miles an hour. Uh, The entire back of the van was torn off. Only the front quarter of the vehicle was left intact, which is basically the engine and the driver and passenger seat. And you can see from his perspective his I mean, he's just a few feet away from this train going eighty miles an hour and there's nothing left but open air between him and the train. So the oh video was goodness. crazy. The in the dash cam video that TMZ got, you can see his shocked face of course, as the train barrels through. It's an, it's seriously incredible this guy lived. He walked away from it. It no wow. problem. And at the time, now this is coming back up. WISN TV talked to him like what, the day after or the day of this incident? Okay.
6: What did you hear and feel when that train hit your truck? This air and the
5: pressure. uh, I felt the airbags and, and it was just.
6: I, I didn't know what to feel, to be honest with you. <laughs> when all of us looked at that video in the aftermath, the photographs, we just couldn't believe you survived.
5: All right, I still can't believe it right now myself as
7: well. So this will be an extra special Thanksgiving. Oh, uh,
4: Beyond thanks. Wow. You wonder what the reaction is now, because that's still fresh there. Yeah. To think back on that. <laughs>
7: Yeah, he quit Amazon. He's going to start a church.
5: Right. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like yeah. someone's yeah. looking out for you, buddy. You no, got a greater it, no. purpose in life. It was not your yeah. time. No wow. doubt. That's wow, wild, man. man. All right. We'll get updates on those other stories. The,
4: Trump talking about NATO just cracks me up. I can't help it. And a real, a real estate investor told employees, bail on New York. Wow. All coming up right now.
1: It's the sound of new EV charging stations at our state parks. It's the sound of $17.5 billion in new investments to produce EVs and batteries in Michigan. And that? That's the silence of Michigan's new in-road wireless charging system. Discover all the ways MEDC is driving next-gen mobility in Michigan at michiganbusiness.org. radio Getting
5: life insurance can be overwhelming. There are so many options out there. Plus, let's face it, the reason you need to get life insurance isn't exactly fun to talk about.
4: Yeah, but it's important, and Policy Genius can help. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you,
5: your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price.
7: Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for for your
4: family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They work for you, not the insurance companies.
7: Save time, save money, and provide your family with a financial safety net by
4: using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much
5: you can save. That's policygenius.com.
4: All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So you have, you know, legacy media talking about Trump. Hey, he said it, he's going to encourage Russia to invade any NATO countries that didn't pay up. Right. And Hillary Clinton runs with it. Joe Biden, you know, they Why gave clips. Is Donald
1: Trump so enamored of Putin? Well, part of it is he's a wannabe dictator. He even said the other day, let's uh, basically get out of NATO and,
8: you know, encourage Putin to do what he wants. All of us should reject the dangerous statements made by the previous president that invited Russia to invade our NATO allies if they weren't paying up.
4: Mm -hmm. So in that town hall on Fox, Laura Ingram asked Trump, so does that mean you won't defend NATO countries if they don't pay up? And then in context,
6: Trump explains it. Uh, yeah, I sort of. It does. We have we have 28 countries. We have People 28 are talking that, and they would take advantage tremendously. You know, look, the European nations. I happened to be a long time ago. My parents, my grandparents came from a place called Europe, so I love it but they are very smart and they take advantage. They've taken advantage of us on trade and they've taken advantage of us on NATO. And what happened, what I did, is I told them-
4: And by the way, did anyone know that before Trump had pointed it out years ago? It wasn't on anyone's radar until he pointed oh, yeah. it out. The NATO thing? Yes. No. Yeah.
6: no. If you don't pay up, I'm not gonna defend you. And they said, "I can't believe it. Nobody else ever said that." Bush came in, he made a speech, and they left. Obama came in, he made a speech. We were supporting almost 100 percent. In my opinion, we were paying for Europe's military almost 100 percent, not 40 percent or 20 percent. They weren't paid up. And a question was asked by the head of a country, very strong question, at a big meeting one night, 28 countries. Sir, does that mean that if we don't pay, you will not defend us from Russia or whoever? I said. You say you didn't pay? You were delinquent? He said, yes. Let's say we were. I would not defend you. Now, if I said I would defend them, they wouldn't have paid. As soon as I said, that's right, that's exactly what it means, the money came pouring in, billions of dollars, and the secretary general, who couldn't believe it because he went through Obama, he went through Bush, he went through all of them, they never paid up. Everybody owed money. Of the 28 countries, eight had paid almost.
4: Okay, so you get... Yeah. You get the idea. Yeah. And the thing is, you can say what you want about Trump and you don't have to like him or anything else. But that goes back to the whole art of the deal with him. He understands how to negotiate and he just, you know, looks at it on paper. Wait a second. They're not paying. Well, there's only one way that's going to get them to pay. And it, right. that's to throw that out there. And it's, hey, if you don't, oh, yeah. That's life, man. If you In
7: don't pay, he'll pay for the car, they come get it.
4: Right. Yeah, but you have people freaking out over that. Not everybody. there were Some people applauding. Same. Well, yeah. And then what happened? They ended up paying up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Other story mentioned real quick was the MS Society and the ninety-year-old volunteer who they forced to step down after she asked, "What? What does the pronoun mean? I don't know a pronoun. We're gonna do this in her signature. Mm-hmm. Now they're apologizing." And you said, Scott, kind of apologizing. Well, sort of,
7: kind of sideways apologizing, yeah.
4: Yeah. You tell me, David. Have you seen this story? I have You seen the no. Okay. So this is perfect then. You tell me if this is a good apology. Um, so we realize now we made a mistake. We should have had more conversations with Fran before making this decision. I think one of the reasons they're apologizing is a lot of donors have said, well, I'm not giving you any more money. I'm right?
5: Absolutely right.
4: Again, yeah. the art of the deal. No, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to give to your fund anymore. Mm -mm. Whoa, you know what? We made a mistake. We should have spent more time with Fran to help her understand why, as an organization, we are dedicated to building a diverse and inclusive movement where everyone has equitable access to the care, connections, and support they need to live their best lives. We apologized to Fran directly and reached out to her to find a way to continue to work together. Mm Is
5: that an apology? No, it's not. We didn't do a better job of re-educating her. Exactly.
7: Exactly. That's exactly right.
5: So then, yeah, the question, did they really apologize? This is the Markley, Van Camp and Robin show. I think the answer is no. All right. Biggest story today, David. Uh, Biggest story of the day is all the talking points have all come together now in in one cohesive, coherent way. That now, because of that, well, ill-advised bipartisan border security deal... Democrats are turning the border crisis into a Republican liability. And everybody's in lockstep right next to each other saying, yeah, see, the border is broken because of uh, because of Republicans killing that bipartisan border security deal. I don't think
4: independents are going to buy it. I really don't think a lot of people have smartened up the whole entire game. We'll get to more on that later and around of What's Your Story. Straight ahead. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, I'm the Gen Xer, the Millennial. at David Van Camp, the Sexy Boomer. Scott Robbins. You know, you think about some of the states where a whole lot of people have left in the last few years. You're thinking California. You're thinking New York. Thinking Illinois. Mm-hmm. Well, David's got a story about New York in a second. Story out of Illinois. This has been covered all over. I saw this oh, God. At Daily Wire. Yes. Recently introduced Bill. In Illinois would change the definition of abused child to include minors whose parents object to their children receiving puberty blockers cross-sex hormones transgender surgeries and abortions
5: wait a second surgeries I thought they didn't do that yeah right I'm. Mean, it's, it's kind of weird why would you say that's child abuse if you stopped your child from doing something that doesn't happen ever of course it's been proven it does happen you yeah. know
4: This is House Bill 4876, introduced earlier this month. Also shields doctors from liability if they prescribe such treatments to minors who do not have parental consent. God, can you believe that? Can you believe that?
7: So I can go in and the doctor can prescribe it for me, Mm -hmm. not being of age.
4: Mm -hmm. That's right.
7: And my parents will never know about it.
4: Yes. And then if they do later on and then the kid says, hey, that should never have been prescribed to me. You know, I was 14 years old. or 15 right. years old or whatever. I'm sorry. Can't go after the doctor for that because that's what shut down a lot of yeah. clinics in
5: Europe.
7: Who thinks this is a good law? I mean, who are the weirdos that think this
4: is a oh, good law?
5: It's, it's people who hate children
4: or want to abuse them. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. granted, I mean, There might be some twisted people that really do believe this is the best for kids. I don't know how you can come to that mm-hmm. conclusion. The latest study I saw, 87% that are confused about gender at, say, 12 grow out of it yeah. once they're past puberty. But you think the best thing yeah. is to give them drugs that will alter their life forever or mutilate their genitals? You think that's a great idea?
5: That's freaking evil. Well, yeah. I mean, at this rate, the state of Illinois, between you know unfettered access to abortion and then this kind of stuff— I mean, the state motto is going to have to be, come to Illinois. We'll either kill your kid or chop his wang off.
7: Yeah.
4: It's yeah. insane.
7: Well, again, I mean, first round by goes to Pritzker for worst governor in the United States of America. He's not quite there yet, but he's, he's knocking on the door.
4: There's more to this, too. Here's another part of this bill. It would empower the Illinois Department of Children and Family Services. To step in and, if they deem it necessary, because they know better than the parent, okay, to remove children from their biological parents based on the new definition of, quote, abused child. Wow. Golly, man.
7: So any messed up kid can pull the shenanigans. Yeah. And he'd be taken away from his parents and housed somewhere else so he can have his
4: surgeries. Yes. Good Lord, man. What is going on? There was a recent case like this in Montana. And the parents, if you've heard anything about that, it's crazy that this can happen. It's going on all over the place. Got to be stopped. Now,
5: your story from New York is different. Yeah, well, after New York fined Trump $350 million for defrauding nobody, uh, there are a lot of people in the real estate game wondering what the future of investing in New York even looks like. Because... What they have demonstrated is that if we hate you politically, Mm -hmm. we will punish you. It's open corruption. And uh, Grant Cardone, he is uh, one of these uh, big real estate investors. Uh, He was on Fox and Friends talking about this, about how there are a lot of people, including his company, who are saying, No, we're not going into New York. We're not doing this anymore. Wow. We thought this
9: year was the opportunity to come into Chicago, California, and New York City. I've been waiting for 40 years now to invest in that marketplace. I was completely confident, Steve, this was the year to come. And when that ruling happened, uh, it was like, pencils down, don't touch it, don't go there. We invest for 14,000 investors at Cardone Capital that depend on cash flow. And if I can't predict the cash flow because of some ruling or because... Of the migrants are because I can't evict people. New York City just keeps doing every single thing they can to sell real estate in Florida right. and not sell real estate in New York.
5: Yeah.
4: Think about the last two stories that we just had, and then the earlier stories about how the media totally <laughs> lying to people about what's going on at the border. Okay. And it, it reminds me of something I saw. It was a post on X from Scott Adams, the Dilbert guy that got in all the trouble. Yeah. Uh, this sounds extreme, but just listen to it and see if, if you agree with what he's saying. He said, at what point do we drop the illusion we are a republic and accept that we have the same system as Iran and China? Okay, now that's a little, it's a little much. Yeah. But he says this, state media, small group of players in charge, elections only matter locally, if that. Jailing critics, massive corruption. You do have all those things, and no we're not like China or Iran. But the freedoms that we've all taken for granted for years seem to be in jeopardy all of a sudden, yeah. over the last few years. Think about that Illinois thing of kids, yeah and the state taking your kids away, because all of a sudden, a 12-year-old girl's confused and there's a social contagion and she says, "You know what? I'm a boy?" And the parent says, no, you're not. You're a girl. Okay, that's nonsense. And then that kid can be taken away from you. And it's legal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah. dangerous. All right. Now oh, it's time to move on. Got to ask the question. We do it every day at this time. Go around the table. It may not be the biggest story out there. But it's something you found interesting. David, today, what's your story?
5: Uh, well, a new update here. Uh, new documents show that Biden's dog, Commander, the Hellhound, oh yeah, bit at least 24 Secret Service personnel before he was removed from the White House. Dang. The numbers just keep going up. 24? 24. 24. And of those, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 of them, uh, needed medical intervention after being bit by this dog. Okay, what is the usual protocol before a dog gets put down? I'm guessing one. Of, yeah, a lot of it depends on the city, depends on the state that you live in, but generally, it's like you kind of depending on again the the severity of a bite. It's like you kind of get one mulligan. Yeah. And after that, no. Some places again if it's severe enough uh you don't even get a second chance
7: well you guys know this is trump's fault because if right. trump doesn't lose to biden biden's not in the white house and doesn't have a dog biting people right exactly <laughs> it's
5: like commander's got a maga hat on or something right, now. exactly yes that's crazy that is crazy 24 24 holy smokes
4: just all the time wow man and that one story that was so bizarre, he was trying to chase the dog, but he was naked,
5: barefoot, he yeah, slipped and fell or he some had, nonsense. Yeah, Biden had gotten out of the shower and was going after one of the dogs for some reason. And then he slipped and fell and, and, and broke his foot, if you remember that. Yes, that was it. Well, why are you trying to? No wonder the dogs are hellhounds, man. They got a senile old man naked chasing them around all the time.
4: All
5: right, we get it.
4: All right, Scott, what's your story?
5: I got a dog story, too, believe it or not. Yes, mine
7: involves the Iditarod. Now, if you're not familiar with the Iditarod race, you got the sled drivers out there, and they go from Anchorage to Nome, Alaska. Takes about 12 to 14 dogs. They go 938 miles. The reigning rookie of the year in 2024 finished 7th. The guy's name is Eddie Burke Jr and for some reason he's been booted from this year's competition. He was suspended they said because he violated races code of conduct rule. They're not saying anything more as the reason. I'm guessing a couple of things. Number 1, he didn't pick up after his dog. Hmm. That's a code of conduct. You can't you got it when your dog goes you got to clean it up yourself, right? And the other oh, one is hold on a second. What? You didn't my mom's dog? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a little dog. <laughs> what?
4: You That's still, crazy. you let well, the
7: crap just it, out there. My code of conduct was it was harmed because of that. <laughs> yes, I will no longer be able to walk dogs there. Um, and and number two, I'm thinking he had a red ball in his hand. He was faking the other dogs out and throwing it. <laughs> and they all took off. That's just cruel, man. Oh, man. Anyway, they don't know why this guy got booted.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
7: I mean, they're thinking maybe it has something to do with, you know, juicing the dogs.
2: Oh, yeah.
4: Heard those stories before. Which is
7: possible, I suppose, right?
4: You know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm switching up my story now. I'm going to make it a trifecta. We're going to go three dog stories. Three dogs. Wow. Well, I saw this. I wasn't even going to bring it up, but it it seems sort of BS to me. And, David, I would trust you on this because you have a pretty decent knowledge of dogs. Today is National Walk Your Dog Day. Okay. And they had a piece in the Washington Post that talked about how skipping walks significantly can affect your dog's emotional and physical well being. That even if it's a big backyard, it's not enough because it's the same thing all the time. And, you know, it just doesn't offer enough stimulation. So you need to take the dog for a walk, not only for the exercise, it's a sense of companionship you know, from you and it gives them the mental stimulation they need. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Some dogs need to run. Correct. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I think it's more, I, I don't know. The way I interpret that is more just the, the need for some sort of structure and routine, which okay. is pretty critical. And so if you're talking about just the mental aspect, not the physical but the mental aspect of it, that is a good uh, thing for them to do because it's kind of like them reading the paper when they're sniffing, you know, Scott Robbins' dog droppings that he left. It's <laughs> not my dog. You know, they, not my dog. They, they, they understand that. And then also it is a sense of, of companionship and, and routine there. But, yeah, as far as the exercise thing, yeah, there are high-energy dogs are not going to be worn out by a little walk that you take them on. They need to run. Yeah, our dog Daisy, you know. Oh, my. Yeah. Before she passed. I mean, you know that dog. She's oh, a yeah. pretty hyper
4: dog. Oh, yeah.
7: Well, and, yeah, but you played with
4: it, like throwing the ball all the time. And oh, yeah. She'd
7: run after it, run back. I mean, run that after, was that
4: was her seemingly happiest times oh, playing yeah. ball running hard. Oh, yeah. She you know been. what I mean? Like a walk, it was not enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just felt so Washington posty to me.
1: You need to walk. Yeah.
4: No, some dogs need to run. hmm. You know you know one thing i don't understand is if you are say you're in dc somewhere like that and you're living in you know a complex say it's you know seven eight stories yeah there's not much place to run why do you get a dog that needs to run i don't know yeah it makes no sense to me you see that all the time all over the place i don't get it it's like you think it's enough to take him out into that you know square yard where people can take their dogs in some of these places and that's just enough? You could walk them around the block? I don't get
7: it. That's mate. why you should have cats. They're easy.
4: Nobody likes cats, Scott. I don't have to walk a cat. It's less than 30%.
7: People, do. David likes cats. I
4: like cats. Yeah. You're the only one that doesn't like cats. Okay, some people like cats. All right, there you go. Yes. Mostly women. But it's okay. It's a story for another time. All right. We got to get to a news update. More straight ahead.
10: Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com dance. That's harrys.com dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members.
1: pure opportunity it's what michigan is all about the opportunity to do more the opportunity to connect with the best talent the opportunity for people of all backgrounds to grow and expand their business the opportunity to live and work in a state where paychecks go farther the opportunity is now and it's right here in michigan visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to discover all the ways the michigan economic development corporation is helping michigan thrive
4: The Markley, Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. We're going to talk about Germany and Ukraine in a second, that war. There's a
5: lot going on in the world, and sometimes that can make you nervous for a number of different reasons. Yeah, well, You know, geopolitical tensions. I mean, at and customers certainly were a little bit worried today as the yeah. cell service went down. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. Dang. And, you know, that, that, that maybe that's a wake-up call that you need to be thinking about how to protect your... Uh, finances. Well, it's not too late to diversify an old IRA
4: or 401k into gold, and Birch Gold Group can help. Because opposed to other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty like right now, and it's an important part of
5: diversifying your savings. Now, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax sheltered IRA, and gold doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Pretty simple,
7: man. Just text MBCR to 989898. For a free information kit.
4: They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star
5: reviews, and thousands of happy customers. Yeah, one more time, text MVCR to 989898 for that free info kit. Okay, Okay. what is the story with the German parliament voting against sending missiles to Ukraine? Oh, yeah, the German chancellor has been blocking shipments of Taurus cruise missiles to Ukraine he's been worried that they're going to use those cruise missiles to strike inside russia which means that uh oh now germany's directly involved in a broader war between russia and ukraine um and so there was a group of lawmakers that said hey we want to get these cruise missiles to ukraine and well the the measure failed uh 480 in germany saying no uh only 182 said yes so they're pro-putin obviously According to our media, they would be correct.
4: Yeah, It's interesting because that seems like it's a pretty big story. You're not going to see it too many places in the United States, I would guess. Wow. Well, and Brett Baer from Fox News is doing a big interview with Vladimir Zelensky, you know, from the front lines of the war. I saw a little piece of it and it's you know, you could hear the shells going off in the background and all of that. And then you wonder to yourself, because you're cynical enough watching all this coverage over the last few years, is this somehow staged? No. You don't know. I don't know. I like Brett Bear well enough. Yeah. I don't know exactly how all that works, but it's you know, the question of, hey, if the United States doesn't come up with the sixty billion or whatever in the ammunition, it's gonna happen and Basically, the answer was, well, you see all these wounded heroes that are here. Mm-hmm. We're going to have more of that. You know, we're, it's it's going to be very difficult for us to win. And then I wonder, and I just had to look it up because I know we're thirty four trillion in debt. What about the EU? And you're talking about you know, just countries in general that seem to really be interested in what's going on there. Like combined, thirteen trillion tops. Debt, we're far more in debt.
5: Why? Why is it up to us? Does anybody have a good answer for that? Because we've always been there for that sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. That that's the idea. Is that well, America is the only thing that can stop uh, Vladimir Putin from invading Ukraine or whatever. And and it's to me the argument always falls flat when when the argument is oh, but then what happens if he moves on into NATO territory? Well, that means NATO ought to be in uh, NATO. Allies ought to be, you know, battening down the hatches right now, huh? Like, like right now. Yeah, that's what doesn't seem to make sense.
4: Who knows? This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. People are trying to make sense of this
5: student loan debt forgiveness story, David. Yeah, well, Joe Biden was talking about student loan debt forgiveness and bragged about ignoring the Supreme Court. Well, hold on a
4: second.
8: Tens of millions of people in debt were literally about to be canceled, their debts. But my MAGA Republican friends in the Congress, elected officials, and special interests stepped in and sued us, and the Supreme Court blocked it and blocked it. But that didn't stop me. I announced we we're going to pursue alternative paths.
4: What about norms that were always screamed to about? Nothing? He's a hero for this? Is that what we're to take away? Yeah. Well,
7: yeah. I mean you got guys like Joe Scarborough going and saying you got one man to thank for your student loans. No, you've got me to thank, you to thank, and everybody else who pays taxes right.
4: to thank. Jackass. So a person that went into the trades? That doesn't have any student loan does debt. Doesn't matter, dude. Needs to pay for somebody else.
7: Pony the blank up. Got it. This is so infuriating. It is for a lot of and people. And he's out there taking some
4: sort of weird victory lap now. Yeah, for a lot of people, it just does not seem fair. How do you? How do they try to say that
5: it is fair, that it's that the debt was crushing? Well, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of debt is crushing. I mean, right now, we've got record credit card debt in this country. That's crushing. Much more than student loan debt, honestly. And right now, in the last few years at least, I'm not saying everybody with outstanding credit card debt is innocent or whatever. But many people have opened up new lines of credit uh, to pay for groceries or keep the lights on because of inflation. Sure. So – that was through no fault of their own. Their wages weren't keeping up with the rising, the staggering rise in costs that we've seen in a short amount of time. So, I mean, and I'm not arguing for the forgiveness of debt, but if you want to say, "Hey, I'm going to try to um, uh, what I'm going to try to help you know hardworking middle and lower income Americans," you'd be better off saying, "Hey, look, we're giving you a ten thousand dollar voucher or whatever to pay to American Express." yeah that that would actually be better policy i'm not i'm not saying it's good policy i'm saying it would be better uh in terms of lifting people out of debt uh than this student loan stuff oh because you got you know underwater lesbian basket weaving degrees or whatever (laughs) now we're going to help pay off some of your student loan debt no, this is just a massive transfer of wealth, except instead of robbing the rich to pay the poor, you're robbing the poor and middle class to pay, frankly, a lot of people who, are, who were born into a middle-to-upper-middle-class lifestyle.
4: Well, and you hear about, well, the predatory practices of putting these students into this kind of debt. Nothing's done to the people that do it. Right. It's not the universities that you've brought up 100 times, David. Yeah. Because of the
5: billions of dollars that they're sitting on. They 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 need to be held accountable to this. If you really think that there is a uh, student loan debt crisis, okay, why are people taking on that debt? It's because the cost of a university education has skyrocketed. Um, right now, over the last 24 years, uh, in terms of just the, the cost, the only thing that um, beats it, Compared to other things in life, the cost of other things is healthcare. It's healthcare and the cost of a college education. Those things have gone up by like 200 something percent in the last 20 years. Crazy. You know, when you look at the administrative costs, all these
4: universities yeah. that didn't used to be there that now are, I mean, and they're getting protected. I mean, that's part of what this is. We'll pay this off. I mean, we don't want that. Weld run dry we got to keep that thing going i mean and then you've got all the dei officers everywhere is that what a month ago we were talking about the different universities that there's like 30 different jobs in that area yeah and then you're asking yourself well what do they do they just create programs to talk about it i mean what are they actually doing what are they producing well it's just about inclusivity and diversity and talking about diversity what yeah How about just let people figure out what they want to do with their lives, educate them to go do it, and let them go do it? Well, that's too simple. The world's much more complex, we're told. Is it? Man, then you see this out of the Wall Street Journal. Half of college grads are working jobs that don't use their degrees. Really? I know so many people like
7: that. So
4: many. Well, the stats used to be higher than this, actually. I mean, it depends on how you, you know, formulate The information, but there are a lot of people that don't work in the degree that they got. I don't think this is a big surprise. Um, Said more than any other factor analyzed, including race, gender and choice of university. What a person studies determines their odds of getting on a college level career track. Internships are also critical. Well, it could be sometimes you get into something younger with the idea of, you know, I'm not getting into this for the money. I'm getting into this for the love of it. You know, because a lot of people are told, "Follow your heart on that. You know, what's your passion?" And I remember Mike Rowe years ago talking about this and it made sense to me. Like that's the dumbest advice you could give somebody. <laughs> because who knows what your passion's going to be 10 years from now? People change. You know, you got to be able to be, you know, adapt to your surroundings. You know, you lock yourself into one thing you may not love whatever it is. You know, when you're 18 years old and decide to go into it, find that to be very interesting. So, yeah, there are a lot of people interviewed in this story um, that are frustrated with the entire thing. But again, Joe Biden going to make it all better mm-hmm. for giving that debt. Buying votes, baby. Buying votes. Saw a uh, post on X from Libs of TikTok said, an anti-Catholic drag queen, Adam Westbrook, was arrested and is facing four counts of possession of child pornography and four counts of sexual exploitation of a child. Mm. Um, This is the human resources director um, in Wisconsin. And there was a picture of him in drag with the mayor of Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Nice. Uh, Yeah. And then you get into the story and it's just sickening. Um, We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it. Um, But it's one of those cases where it's he and his husband abusing their adoptive child. Golly.
5: The husband worked for the school district, right? That could be right. I saw two different versions of that story. Yeah, that could be right. Just absolutely awful. Yeah, but the whole drag queen thing, there's never a pedophile in in that movement ever they just happen you to be see gr- it all the time they, they just happen to be grown men who like dan- uh, dressing up provocatively as uh as women in front of children right uh, a totally normal thing for people to do it just needs to be called out you know I,
4: everyone that is common sense tries to get shouted down it seems mm-hmm. you saying, hey this isn't good for kids who are you judging taking them into a mm-hmm. great show What good comes out of it yeah yeah i mean my goodness man
7: well they read green eggs and ham to the kids and they love it
4: (laughs) and this person whoever it is that ends up oftentimes and you've seen videos of it gyrating
5: whatever why do you feel the need to do that in front of kids no because they're diddlers or at least diddler adjacent there's something wrong with you i'm sure that's not going to make national news
4: But we'll hear again how libs of TikTok is killing people. It's
5: it's a bullying page or whatever. Yeah, right. You had a story out of Yale and about testing. What is this? Yeah, so about four years ago, Yale, uh, along with several other major institutions, uh, universities in, in America, stopped relying on things like ACT and SAT scores. Because they were racist, right? Yes, right. Well, they're right, right, not right. really all that predictive. Well, they have actually now gone back to using uh, ACT and, uh, and SAT test scores because, according to their research, after four years of this experiment, according okay. to the research, did you know that those type of test scores are actually still the best metric to use What to predict whether or not a student is going to succeed at that institution.
7: Oh, God. So but now they're it's, racist. Oh,
5: yeah. man. Yeah, the, the experts at Yale suddenly have discovered that things that everybody already knew were true. <laughs> it, it is, it's insane, man. This is why now, I mean, I, I've actually gone way to the other side of where I used to be now. If somebody says, I have a degree from Yale... I'm like, okay, when did you graduate? I graduated after 2015. Then you're a dumbass.
4: <laughs> you know, on that, did you see the lawsuit from Harvard grads? No. Because of your anti-Semitism, we're suing because now our degrees don't mean as much.
5: Right. Well, it's, Coming from your hack school. It's it's more than that, but Harvard is the same thing. It's like there's yeah. a certain cutoff, and I'll just I'll, I'll put it at 2015. You graduated before there. I think you probably did something pretty uh, impressive academically, although I'm not entirely sure. If you Mm -hmm. still went to Harvard after 2015 and you poured all that money into that education, knowing what that institution was, you're a dumbass. (laughs) That's what your PhD says. You got a PhD in telling the world I'm a dumbass.
4: 2016, man, that's tough. Well, the D in PhD stands for dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I wasn't going to go so much with the take of the name-calling. It was more like, you know, the year, you know, I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt before they really knew what was going on there. Okay. All right, there's much more to get to, including our No BS Election Update. David has new polling. You'll want to hear it straight ahead.
10: Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com refresh. That's harrys.com refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members.
1: What does the future of mobility in Michigan sound like? It's the sound of new EV charging stations at our state parks. It's the sound of $17.5 billion in new investments to produce EVs and batteries in Michigan. And that? That's the silence of Michigan's new in-road wireless charging system. Discover all the ways MEDC is driving next-gen mobility in Michigan at michiganbusiness.org.
4: Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Time for our update. Roll it up. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins 2024.
2: 2024. Are you running? Are you not running? You running? No BS Sweet Sweet update. Everything you need to know without all the crap. I'm, better,
8: I'm better. The- not doing research. Okay fresh
5: polling from david van camp yeah quinnipiac poll uh, asked people about uh, the mental sharpness of the two presumptive nominees and that would be donald trump and joe biden i know nikki haley says she apparently still has a chance she doesn't no she's not going to be the nominee no um now voters 67 to 31 think that president joe biden is too old to effectively serve another four-year term
8: what? I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I choose my
5: words. Hmm. In contrast, forty-one percent think Trump is too old. So Biden's winning on, or depending on how you look at it, I guess <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's pulling higher than Trump by a lot when it comes to is he too old and frail <laughs> to be president. Uh, you know that's where we are, right? Yeah. Who has more dimension than the other guy? <laughs> well, it's not even
8: close. I that's know that's it's the thing, no, man. You know, you, I, I'm on the list. I'm not going to take your time, but you know,
5: physical yeah. fitness. Biden, thirty-five oh, yeah. percent. Yes, enough physical fitness. Trump, sixty percent. Say, yeah, physically fit enough to be president. Probably because... Trump doesn't make a habit of falling upstairs so often. That's the thing.
4: You see him out playing golf, doing stuff. Can you imagine seeing Biden trying to swing a club? No. No. Dude. Yeah. He hasn't been on a bicycle since he took that tumble. Well, once Have they- you, unless <laughs> you've seen him, I haven't seen it. I saw, I think, no. a piece like three weeks ago saying, yeah, I don't think he's been back up on a bike since he fell. I think that was no, like about that. the moment he was
5: probably told, yep, you can't do this anymore. At least I don't not know. In, not in public, at least, because you can't be falling down in front of people like that. No, no, <laughs> you can't. Do you love that? They, <laughs> there's some who <laughs> named that town Brandon Falls now. That's pretty funny. That is funny. <laughs> uh, mental fitness. Thirty four percent say Biden is mentally fit enough to be president for another four years. Forty eight percent say Trump is mentally fit. So neither one of them have a majority of Americans' confidence about their mental fitness, but Trump is winning by 14 points. Got it. the <laughs> way, We don't have time for it. We
4: don't even need to get to it. It was interesting because I was looking at Real Clear Politics earlier. They had a clip of Lawrence O'Donnell from last night basically defending Biden and this whole age thing. Oh, yeah. And he was actually going after... Democrats that have said, we got to find somebody else. This guy's too old. I mean, that's, you're talking like David Axelrod, yeah. you know, the brains behind Obama, all these different people that have said things. Well, it was Bob Costas, you know, a week ago on Bill Maher saying, yeah, he should be out. And man, Lawrence O'Donnell on MSNBC not having it. He's very upset by that. The time for that was years ago. This this is the fourth quarter of the campaign now campaign starts his first year of his presidency mm. and they need to get on board and then you know all the people talking about gavin newsom he should be the one to replace biden well then he put up the polling that right now what is it trump is ahead one percentage point nationally in the polling yeah. he was showing i forget which poll and then it had him against kamala harris where it was trump 46 kamala 43 mm-hmm. and i would have thought it would be more than that but that was the number then did you, Have you seen the number, Trump against Gavin Newsom?
5: Yeah, we it's, had it last week, I, I thought, where he's ahead by like 13 points or something like that. It was 10 on
4: this. Yeah. It was 46-36. Again, I can't remember the source of the polling he was showing.
5: But it's surprising to some people that Gavin Newsom is that far mm-hmm. behind even Kamala Harris. Well, people got to look at Gavin and realize you need to stay in California and just keep screwing up that state.
4: Yeah, and listen, we don't have to spend much time on this, but this is one of those okay, there's no out on this. You've got to choose one or the other. And it's Kamala Harris or Gavin Newsom.
5: Between the two, Beesh. you have to choose one. And you're telling me who are me, you going with? You're telling me death is not an option here. It's not. Okay. Um, Gosh, dang. Dang, I, I might actually go. <laughs> it's with It's very Kam- rare that you both are stumped at the same I, time. I might actually go with Kamala. Scott, like one bullet
7: to the head or three in the chest. I don't know. Um, I would. Pr- I can't go for Newsom, but I can't go for her either. Dang. Okay, I'll go Kamala too. God yeah, I dang. Because Kamala
5: Newsom, Kamala, it's it's deer in the headlights. I think she'd be very ineffective. Whereas Gavin Newsom, I think he really believes his own hype, and he oh, would yeah. actually try to do to the rest of the country what he's done to California. Yeah. Sorry to even ask the question. It's nothing you want to stay on very long. Right. That's for sure. <laughs> this
4: is the Barkley Van Gamp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today
5: uh biggest story of the day uh, there are a couple out there i mean one is the talking points have gone out now that every uh every news outlet needs to tell people that the reason the border is out of control is because republicans that's right <laughs> and it's fascinating too because now suddenly they're like joe's coming into the rescue to do an executive order yep but like a week ago we were told he can't do anything on his own he needs congress Well, he's a rebel. He's done it
4: with student loan forgiveness. Okay, and now he's doing it with the border. Yeah, what a swashbuckler Joe Biden is. Absolutely. Dark Brandon is back. What a joke. All right. We'll get an update on that. Also, a zero-gravity prank from a pilot. Straight ahead. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Before we get to anything else, because we were just talking about if you had to choose between Gavin Newsom and Kamala Harris, one of the two, if, you know, Biden became president, whatever, you have a piece of audio, David, that you said
5: it is like Gavin Newsom channeling? Yeah. Kamala Harris? I haven't heard this. Have you heard it, Scott? No. So, Gavin Newsom was talking about climate change um, and how great the state of California has been in combating climate change. Just look at all the rain that we just got. Thank you, Gavin Newsom. No, I'm just kidding about that. He didn't actually say that. Um, But he was touting actions he's taken to control the weather. Okay. Because we understand that we are, you know,
3: we recognize our own inadequacies. There's a humility here and grace as it relates to the world we're living in and a need to understand, not just to be understood in relationships to these partnerships, in relationship to uh, our people-to-people engagement.
5: What the hell was that? (laughs) What was that? We understand there's humility and grace, and that's why we are taxing people to control the weather. Okay, cool. Holy smokes wasn't man. That, that was just a that was just a pile of nonsense words oh, man. poured together, wasn't it? That that yes. is
7: McGurkin chapter five right there.
4: Yeah, it is. Holy smokes, man. Yeah, he's terrible on the national stage. I mean a, away from oh. a script.
5: Yeah.
7: yeah, but I thought at least that's you can't even follow along on that.
5: Whatever that was. I- that's bouncing all are, over the place. Are we sure that he was actually born to a mother and a father? <laughs> that that he wasn't actually just some sort of humanized version of corporate PR buzzwords? <laughs> yeah, like he was created that way, he was, though. Yeah, You're he was right. created by
4: corporate consultants. Yeah, you can see that. I mean, it's the hair, it's the face. Yeah. It's everything. It's like, you know, the good looks. Oh, everything. Yeah. Like if you, were, teeth. If yeah, you were going to make yeah. a movie about a political candidate that was just like evil.
7: Sleazy, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it would be him. Yeah. yeah.
4: There, nothing behind him, but he's fed everything and he just goes out and does it.
5: Never thinking for himself or anything else. It's just like part of the machine. Well, yeah, that would be that guy. Yeah, he came out of Frankenstein Corporate Solution Strategies LLC's lab. Yes. Yeah, kind
4: of crazy. You know, tomorrow, it's going to be playing out. And, you know, when it comes to the legal issues, a lot of times I'll look at one of you guys and say, "Okay, how do you think this is going to play out? And it's that whole case in Georgia against Trump. Mm -hmm. And, you know, is the whole thing going to get thrown out? Is Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade, are they going to be taken off that case and somebody else is going to take over? I mean, it was... Last Thursday, Fonnie Willis decides, you know, heck, no, I'm not putting up with this. I've heard all this stuff about my affair with this guy, and I'm going to set the record straight. Against advice from people, she went up and took the stand. It was just an amazing afternoon watching it unfold. Yeah, it was. It was unreal. It was awful. And then she's supposed to testify again on Friday, and then I guess cooler heads prevailed. Someone said, you don't want to do this anymore, so they brought her dad in. And that didn't go great either. But the question is, how is the judge going to rule on all this? She had, you know, some witnesses that were supposed to be a star witness, and they weren't. And then it was this other lady that was supposedly friends with Fonnie Willis who said, yeah, that affair started way back when. And just trying to make sense of it all. Well, yesterday, Megyn Kelly has Judge Joe Brown on. You familiar with oh, yeah. Judge yeah, yeah, I'm really not. He's that TV show and he's yeah. held in high regard. He's a hard nosed, you know, by the book kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. Tennessee guy. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, parts of it, I just wanted to play because I knew you guys hadn't heard it. I thought you might get a kick out of it. Um, because reacting to it as we were at the time, um, he said some things that were just funny to me, especially the way he delivers it. Because you could tell she was mad. Oh, yeah. When she came in there, hand on the hip, and she's waving all the papers around. And his point is, and we'll get to it, is that she probably got herself into a lot of trouble talking about all the cash she had because there's tax liens. There, She owes money. And if you're owing people money, but yet you're talking about having $15,000 in cash at the ready yeah. at your house all the time and you can pay for trips and everything, hey, what about the money you owe? <laughs> and she was saying, you know, to the attorney, "What you're going to tell me how to pay my bills? And so part of his reaction was... You know i've gone against a lot of women lawyers that were good and you know they they'll admonish their staff that you know they are in charge and you know always with this air of class and he's and then he described her coming into the courtroom
9: we have somebody that came across like maybe a high school graduate no insult down in the hood, sitting in a beauty salon, running a mouth off.
2: Oh
4: oh, oh oh! Whew! The thing is, a lot of people were thinking that as they were watching it. You can say what you want, but that's what a lot of people were thinking about. And he goes on to say, well, as far as the tax part of it, right. it's, it's a bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. And again, for me, in my brain, it's hard to follow along. But it seemed to be easier to understand as he's laying it out. This tax lien that she had given a loan to her campaign, like 50 grand, but only eight yeah. grand came back to her, and she was saying that she was poor, didn't have any money. But yet she has all this cash.
9: on it. and if she donated it to her campaign. That's not tax deductible either. So she's in a mess. So when you get the reimbursements for the campaign, the way it looks is she got the 50 k out of the account. That's taxable. When she gets the various supposed repayments from the campaign, they add that on top. So, well, you just mentioned, counselor, the eighty-five hundred. So what we've got now is fifty-eight thousand five hundred. Then you add the other, so it multiplies, and you have a real live mess. And none of that got reported, and no taxes got paid.
4: <laughs> so, like, by going up there, letting emotions take over. You could have really gotten yourself in a whole lot of trouble that probably yeah. wouldn't have happened otherwise.
5: Well, yeah, because creditors and the government are going to say, hmm, Exactly. Can we, can we take a look under that mattress?
4: Yes, because part of the questioning when the attorney is asking her and she had a lot of attitude, um, I think she even said, yeah, I went shopping too, so what? Something to that degree. And let me give that you, yeah, me not not give you just, one soundbite
1: that I saw you guys raise on your show.
4: Yeah, because Judge Brown talked about it on his actual show. This is interesting. Was
1: giving him allegedly all these cash reimbursements at the time this $4,600 tax lien is is looming.
4: Yes, that's the part.
1: Hmm. Uh oh. Was asking her about it, and um, asking. Well, here's what happened. Here's and you reacted to this on your show in stop five. Watch.
0: You had a tax lien in 2022, $4,600. If you say I did. And you did not use this cash that you had to reimburse Mr. Wade to pay that off, correct?
1: No. Okay. I went shopping, too, when I didn't pay it all.
2: <laughs> Why would you say that?
7: Just because... Why would you do yeah. that? Because that's How some, dare they, you know, impugn my integrity.
5: That, that's someone who is used to living in a world and being yeah. in an environment where you can live and die and do whatever you want based on the color color of your skin and your gender yeah I think that's what, what it comes Judge down to Joe Brown was getting at it like, has she ever been in front of a
4: jury before she
9: held up this document uh, she was waving it around and she started talking about uh, what she had to say and she's not a southern gentleman like Mr. Wade and she why do you throw this in and see, the other thing is the trier of fact is the judge. Why do you try to piss the judge off? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Have you ever tried a case? I looked at this and I said, you know what? This woman, I do not think this woman has been in front of a jury often.
4: Yeah. Oh, and the last, last little clip was, that I thought you would enjoy, is him talking about um, her dad coming in, but he really couldn't help her. And he said the guy is sharp. He went to school with bonnie willis's dad and talked about he him. was an
9: aggressive up front guy he was very articulate he said he's had at least a thousand trials i believe it he showed it yes but he couldn't help her because she's got a big mouth <laughs> and she is that kind of witness where it's like
4: you can't teach him is what he's saying then he went into a story about a witness he had in a case was one Basically, about an injury case, and it was all wrapped up, and he knew it was going to be a big payday. And then the judge said, Is there anything else? And his witness said, Yeah, I did get hurt though before this happened. And he's like, What? No, no, no. He got kramer <laughs> Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Just the way that dude tells the story, man, it's just, oh, man. it's pretty entertaining. Okay. Um, oh, I mentioned this. Has anyone seen the video of this pilot? People are freaking out about this. That pulled a little prank on some friends of his. No. Um, and he went zero gravity on them. Oh, gosh. A couple of girls. Who, by the way, did not have, like, seatbelts on or anything. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. See, to me, when you're telling the story, it makes it sound worse than it is. Because they start laughing once he he pulls it. But it, there's all this backlash um he put it on instagram and you can see as they're flying along all of a sudden he's looking back and he pulls this trick and all of a sudden they just rise up out of their seats and yeah. almost like knock their head on the roof it was like they were sleep. yeah yeah how were you asleep when the g's hit well you, they woke up then they're like whoa you know um his name is john robert nelson and in the clip, he wrote zero gravity is safe and a fun type of thing to do with friends when done correctly
5: People didn't find that funny online. You know, been a whole lot of backlash. You know, people are just too sensitive. Humorless. You, you know? know, I was kind of thinking that I thought you guys would say, yeah, this guy's a knucklehead. Well, I, I mean, I, as long as you check the plane and as long as it's not anything made by Boeing, I, it'll be fine. <laughs> otherwise, it's like the window <laughs> pops out and everybody dies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One critic said no
4: seatbelts in a plane is actually insane. They said, stuff pilots do for attention that can make
5: the rest of us look stupid if something bad happens. Mm -hmm.
7: This guy from a small town in the Midwest, I think I know him.
5: (laughs) Well, it wouldn't make the rest of the pilots look dumb. It would make that pilot look dumb. I think so. When's the last time you heard somebody crash because they did something stupid and somebody's take was, boy, those pilots, they're all dumb. Right. Nobody. That's never happened. And like it happens with, you
4: know, back and forth online, there were other defenders saying, so many Karen pilots in here. Jeez. It was not dangerous. Probably staged. They knew it was coming. Have a little fun. Get a life. They're right. Yeah. Looked like they were having fun. We need friends that that are pilots. (laughs) That would be a lot of fun. I think I got G's in a Trans Am once in 1977. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Much more to get to. A news update. And the preserving democracy message is working. Straight in.
10: Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash dance. That's harrys.com slash dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. <laughs>
4: markley van camp and Robbins show jamie markley david van camp scott Robbins. if you've been interested in daily fantasy sports maybe a little confused on how it all works prize picks is a great way to get started
5: yeah it's really easy to play it's just you against the numbers you don't have to worry about putting together a team you don't have to worry about lineups keeping track of a bunch of players and teams again just you against the numbers
7: yeah no sharks either you're not playing against them you pick more or less in a three to six player
4: pool, and the stat projections are right there. And you can win. Check this now: up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten bucks into a
5: thousand. Yeah, I'm going to check my account right now. I am up about eight hundred dollars. Dang. Uh, mostly playing on NBA games because they just look at the stats and. <laughs> go so it's easy to play even if you don't know about the sports you just do your research and 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 that's it that's why prize picks is the number one daily fantasy sports app
7: yeah and uh, no matter what sports you're into i mean if you're like david you you don't know diddle about basketball play anyway hockey soccer tennis prize picks has the game for you by the time it's
4: over he is going to be an nba shark you bet (laughs) you know man and you also have insurance
5: on injuries so that your entries will stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. And yeah, download the app today, use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's code MVCR on prize picks for a deposit match up to $100. All right, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Okay, I want to get to this story. Preserving democracy. That message is working. What is that? Well, you know why they're they're hammering this cuz they don't have a whole lot of W's on the scoreboard to uh to to promote Joe Biden right now. Um, And this is from Quinnipiac uh, as well. Uh, Given a list of 10 issues and asked which is the most urgent one facing the country today. 21% of voters say preserving democracy in the United States. 20% say the economy. 17% say immigration. 10% say gun violence. No other issue reached double digits. Now, obviously, that is, is, is led by Democrats, 32% of Democrats believe preserving democracy uh, is the top issue, whereas 13% of Republicans said preserving democracy in the United States is the top priority of the election. Okay. Preserving democracy yeah. and take Trump's name off the ballot. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> it is interesting along these lines, though, independents tend to be more— in line with Republicans uh, on the on issues like preserving democracy. Like, what does that even really mean? Right. Well,
4: it seems just more common sense. I mean, I know this sounds partisan. I know it sounds, you know, whatever. When you look at polling and what like a majority of Democratic voters believe, it's hard to not come away from that thinking they're brainwashed. On a number of different things again and that's just because you're getting news from people that are feeding you propaganda it's part of it you know there was part of a clip and we'll get to the clip later i'll tell you this this on a lighter note this might this might make you laugh so the story that's been going around online and probably because it's national margarita day that the english language has 546 words for drunk and you think man i've heard a lot yeah you know, schnockered. Things hammered. like that. Oh, sure. Loopy. But have you ever heard of sozzled? Sossled? Sozzled. A drunk sozzled. guy definitely
5: came up with that one. Fuddled? Mm. Mullered? <laughs> Blattered? Black. Are these all words to describe Joe Biden's
7: mental
4: acuity? <laughs> cabbaged? Maybe?
5: <laughs> I like cabbaged. Yeah. Trousered? <laughs> Trousered? <laughs> yeah. Squift?
4: That just sounds great. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man, it was squiffed. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Well, I suppose some of the biggest stuff today. Oh, you need to know, uh, it's the Republicans' fault that we've had a crisis at the border. We got that from almost all legacy media, I think.
7: Border battle. President Biden considering taking executive action to stem the flow of migrants at the southern border. After congressional Republicans and Donald Trump killed a bipartisan
4: security deal. So Just so you know. Yeah. Um, so you got that going on you got the student loan
5: forgiveness plan from biden to buy votes yes and he was trying to explain this yeah he well he's lowering the standards of who qualifies for debt forgiveness um that's how he's able to do it without technically running afoul of the supreme court using existing programs but just lowering different thresholds to try to buy as many votes i mean forgive as much debt (laughs) as possible uh, listen to his you know we hear all the time right okay he saves the senility act for public right but in right private meetings this guy is running circles around people and i think we got a glimpse okay of that in public finally yesterday. yeah sharp as a tack yeah.
8: starting today we're canceling student debt for borrowers who are enrolled in the safe plan and have been paying student loans for as little as 10 years if they took less than if they borrow less than $2,000, it's forgiven. The $12,000, excuse me. Stop! The loan is forgiven. This act will be a huge help to graduates of community college and borrows of smaller loans.
3: <laughs>
5: Golly, man. <laughs> you ever have that dream where something is chasing you, but for whatever reason, you just can't run very fast? Like oh you're, yeah, like, yes. Like yes. You're stuck, stuck in the middle in the of the road, and a God. truck's right. yeah.
4: coming at you. That's yes.
5: that's what I feel whenever Joe Biden speaks. It's like can't quite the the English language monster is chasing me. <laughs> I, I know,
7: right? To me, it's the dream I've had. I still have it occasionally, of back in my DJ days, of a record running out and I can't get in the studio, but I can hear it. Yeah. Oh, crap, I can't get, and I'm sweating, and I'm, heart's beating hard, and it's just, this guy makes me so uncomfortable.
4: Yeah, it happens. Gosh dang, man. We played so many super cuts of it. I mean, it's just obvious to people. But it is that thing, like you said, David, you hear all these people say, you should see him, though. Yeah, I mean, sharp on top of it. All the gears in the brain working.
5: Well, we'd like well, to I see hope. that.
4: We'd like to see that.
5: Yeah. Show it to us. Somebody take video of it next time. Yeah, let's Like, see secretly, it. okay? Yes. I wish he'd
7: forgive alimony. Then I'd vote for him. <laughs> 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 That's pretty funny
4: right there. Yeah, yeah painfully funny. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. That's hilarious. All right. Uh, other stuff out there. Brett Baer from Fox is in Ukraine to interview Vladimir Zelensky. Part of that, I just saw it on the Fox News crawl, that low on ammunition just waiting for Congress to act. Okay. I can't help it, man. I think through this, and I'm like, okay, why was it Tucker Carlson got fired again? Oh, yeah, he was making too much of a stink about big pharma, the vaccines and everything else, and the war in Ukraine. And the military-industrial complex. And there was so much control and there's so much money coming in, you know, to different media outlets, including Fox, that maybe that was the reason. Yeah. So I'm always thinking that. I'm like, okay, is this real, you know, sort of reporting? Is this a propaganda piece? What is this? I, and I want to look at it objectively the best that I can. Okay. So part of the interview, and I think they're going to air the whole thing later today, um, but Bear sets it up. And you can hear stuff going on in the background. I just want to get you guys' reaction.
7: While Zelensky had very tight military security,
6: a constant volley of artillery back and forth could be heard throughout our interview. What's that? We have to be more quick. That means to lose all the bureaucracy what we have. Otherwise we willn't
4: have any chance. To so to be smart technology more technologically and of course quick that's just a little piece.
5: You made a little frowny face there, David. Well, is he talking about in his country or is he talking about in ours?
4: I don't know what bureaucracy he would be talking about in his country. I guess it's it's possible
5: because that's not the way I took it. No. Listen, you're you're the only reason you still have a country apparently is because of us and uh and European allies maybe don't act like you're really a partner in this like more appreciative people have brought that up for years yeah. now well like coming uh, and making demands well when he says we need to cut out the bureaucracy and i'm, I'm sitting here like what do you mean we pal i what, what yeah. exactly are you providing us right now how about the artillery in the background Yeah. what did you oh, think of that well i thought they were low on ammo they should stop firing it for sound effects <laughs> yeah.
4: It's hard not to be cynical. And it, it, all that could be legit. You don't know. But it's like the more you know, the more you question this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you hear, you know, all the criticism on Trump for what he said about NATO. If they don't pay up, then yeah, tell Russia, go ahead, do whatever. And there's the freak out all through media. And. I played one clip of him talking about it earlier. The, the rest, you know, asking that question, he's saying as far as NATO, we're paying for most of Ukraine. It's not these other countries. They should be paying more, and if we actually – Said something, they probably would. That's the point he's making here.
6: They will pay. It's like Ukraine. They're not paying. We're paying. We're paying for the Ukraine much more than they are. They should be paying at least on an equal basis. They should actually be paying more. And the reason they're not is that nobody's asking them. I guarantee you, Biden, do you think Biden's calling these guys and saying, listen, fellas, you got to pay up? Pay up. Get your ass moving. Pay up. (laughs) Not going to do that. He'll go, huh, huh. Right now, the guy he, doesn't know he's
4: alive.
6: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. That's
5: hilarious. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there there's a lot of truth to that. Like, did did you ask? Because you know, we we covered the story just a little while ago about how Germany's parliament is saying no, we're not sending uh, cruise missiles into uh, into Ukraine. We're not going to give them that technology. Why? I thought all of Europe was at stake if Ukraine were to fall. If all of Europe was at stake, you'd be thinking, dude, let's just give them whatever they say they need and go, because that's the attitude of policymakers here in the United States. That's what doesn't make
4: sense to me. And I know I've already brought this up, but you look at the debts of different countries. We're by far more in debt. Like three times. But it's up to us. And, yeah, it makes you scratch your head. Again, and then you wonder, okay, all right, what is the biggest threat to the United States? Is it Russia or is it China? If you had to pick one. I mean, I know we're three jamokes on the radio and you're only privy to certain information. But
5: if you had to guess, I'm guessing it's China. I'd say China, if nothing else, because of the, the shipping lane that is protected mainly because Taiwan is independent. And we have Chinese nationals coming
4: through the country military age. I'm not seeing any stories on that except for conservative media. I mean, I think that's a fair question to ask. It seems. I'll tell you something else, man. This is kind of kooky. But (laughs) I would share this with you. This was from Jason Jones and John Zmirek talking about Putin's revenge. Have you heard this at all? This theory of what's going on? Okay. Um, What they're saying is by... Tucker Carlson going over and interviewing Putin, that played right into Putin's hands. And he made Tucker out to be an idiot. Okay. And by then taking out, you know, his opposition, which has been, you know, pretty well covered. Um, it just shows that Tucker got played. Because what Putin really wants is to get Joe Biden elected again. Do you think that is I, part of the play?
5: Well, I, I do believe that. I, you know, I, I don't know how many dots get connected. You know, with Tucker Carlson getting involved in all of that, um, I certainly think Tucker Carlson, from what I saw of the interview, looked like he got caught flat-footed a little bit because, you know, Vladimir Putin was rambling on and on and on about stuff that happened hundreds of years ago in Russia. <laughs> yeah,
4: like this <laughs> history,
5: you're like, you know, okay, yeah. where's this going to go? But. I, I do believe, you know, that that Vladimir Putin prefers uh, Joe Biden to be president because well, with okay, Joe, of you know, that uh, there is no madman behind the curtain. You know, <laughs> there there's nobody who's going to say, you know what, bleep around and find out.
7: Right. Well, yeah, I mean, when you're beating a team over and over and over again, you don't want them to change coaches. You no. want to leave that guy right where he is.
4: Well, part of it, too, it goes in deeper, saying, you know, this would be Putin's revenge. And, you know, it's the old cynical saying, never interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake. No. And we are making a vast strategic blunder after blunder under the Democratic Party. And to be able to take out the United States, why would he want any of that to change?
7: No, well, he wouldn't. Why would you? He'd be insane. Yeah. I mean, chi all these guys, you think they want...
4: Trump in there instead of Biden? Hell no. I just found that interesting. All sorts of different think pieces out there, and again, you're trying to sift through it all, and you're not quite sure what to believe on this or that. That's absolutely true. I believe that. Yeah. Oh, that he wants absolutely. Well, again, man, how many people in the country believe that? I mean, that just came out within the last couple of weeks. That was a huge story, and it didn't even make that no that much of a wave in conservative media. That Russia absolutely preferred Hillary Clinton to Trump in 2016. But again. Even though they did everything they could to to uh, ruin her campaign. We know that. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Much more to get to. Oh, did you happen to see the video of the armed juveniles flipping a stolen car onto a Seattle police cruiser? You oh, saw God. it? Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Have you? Do you ever remember a time in the country this many juveniles with guns? No. And all the crime? It's nuts, man. Get to that in a news update. Thanks.
1: Pure opportunity. It's what Michigan is all about. The opportunity to do more. The opportunity to connect with the best talent. The opportunity for people of all backgrounds to grow and expand their business. The opportunity to live and work in a state where paychecks go farther. The opportunity is now, and it's right here in Michigan. Visit michiganbusiness.org radio to discover all the ways the Michigan Economic Development Corporation is helping Michigan thrive.
4: Yeah, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Martin, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. A lot of juvenile crime out there, and they just released dashcam video. This was in Seattle. Uh, man, you saw it, Scott? Yeah. This took place December seventh, right before seven thirty in the evening, the Beacon Hill neighborhood of Seattle. Juveniles are approaching a traffic stop in this stolen vehicle, and. The car being driven on a damaged tire then like flips up over the median on its side and onto the police on the cruiser. Police car. Yeah. And then one of the teens tried to get rid of the gun that they had. Mm-hmm. Not legal possession of the gun. No
7: big surprise. No, no Wait void card. Nope.
4: Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. Again, I don't think we're going to have the conversation anytime soon. But as far as juveniles, illegal possession of guns, if I just put you on the spot and say what should be done, because it's a massive problem, is that automatic jail? Well, they're juveniles.
5: Yeah. So? I know. When you pick up a firearm, you're making an adult decision. See, I think the same thing. Parents
7: go to jail, too. Ooh. You start locking up parents for what their kids are doing, parents may become more involved.
5: I'm not quite on board with that, but I appreciate the sentiment. Sorry. Yeah, 30-round mag, too,
4: with that gun. Mm. Oh, long boy. <laughs>
5: is that a long gun? Uh, yeah. No. Is that as everyday carry as that? Yeah. <laughs> Got that right. stuffed inside the waistband, do you? You better believe it. Man.
4: And then I saw this story, dude. I will you read from it. Uh, fisherman hooked and reeled in. A man's body. Golly dang. While fishing on the Chattahoochee River, Columbus, Georgia, a couple nights ago. Wow. Yes. Well, he wasn't fighting it. He just. Oh, man, really? Well, it was an immobile object. I mean, you know. Well, the coroner there, the county coroner, Buddy Bryan, I mean, he made the statement the guy fishing probably thought he had the biggest catfish ever. I would think oh man so yeah it's a group of dudes fishing the river and golly oh gosh jeez in 12 years this is the first time that i've had a fisherman hook a body and bring it to shore what What, oh boy what kind of hooks did he have i was wondering the same thing i don't know because well the first thing i would think is okay you hooked something yeah uh, like a piece of clothing and it was just strong enough then to to pull it, I guess a little. Yeah, yeah. you got to figure. Here's the thing: there was no clothing. Oh, naked? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, because the cops got a call a couple of weeks ago about a guy they thought was high on meth, something, and was naked. They're saying this is not a suicide. They think it's okay. an accidental drowning. A Caucasian male, probably in his mid to late fifties. And they identified him, and that was the guy they got a call about.
5: Wherever he gets his lures, his hooks, his line, any fishing gear, he needs to go in there right now and say, listen, we need a sponsorship deal, okay? Because your gear was so tough, I was able to haul a grown man out of a river. Waterlogged. Waterlogged. Yeah. Dead guy out of the river. You know, dead weight's kind of hard to carry, too. (laughs) That's what they say is is because there's there's nothing propping the body up, so all the weight is on you. What company wants to do an advertising campaign talking about the weight of a dead body? Well, who wants to buy—you know, the the knife commercials are on there all the time where somebody's cutting a boot in half. Nobody's doing that in real life. (laughs) I understand, but you're talking about a dead guy here in an accidental death.
8: I know you haven't
4: been in marketing before. I'm just here to tell you my 3 months in marketing that one ain't going to work. Gentle enough for fish, strong enough for a body. We're yes, bringing exactly. back the pocket fisherman. Stronger than ever. This gracious.
7: Switching wow, dad, moves. I think it's a body.
5: <laughs> make make a lifetime of memories this summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With dead guy fishing gear. <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> I thought of you when I saw this story, David,
4: because your wife's a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah. A woman actually trained her dog to respond to Harry Potter
5: spells. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we, have a, we have a loneliness epidemic in this there country. Is
4: don't we? That there is a loneliness, there is 100%. And it's all these words that I don't, I don't even know how to pronounce them. It's the Harry Potter speak, but the dog responds to the commands. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show
5: okay biggest story today david well you refuse to see the genius of the dead guy fishing gear incorporated <laughs> marketing plan i want i want to see you go out and pitch that please record how it goes listen all right jethro listen, just what? pulled up a meth head out of the bottom of a river moving water with this one thing you you catch a shark okay yeah a oh, dead guy people catch sharks all the time Right. How many people have pulled up a dead guy? <laughs> Just saying that's way more impressive.
4: Okay. Let me know how that
5: goes. <laughs> All right.
4: You ready for your big three, Scott? Yeah, how can I top that, huh? You're gonna have to try it. Wow. All right. And a news update next. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so you know, we've heard from all the legacy media outlets that Biden's considering some executive action, uh, action oh, yeah. on the border. Going to do something about it because, as we're told again and again, the Republicans won't do anything about it. Wait a
7: second. What? He can't do anything on his own, he can't act independently on the border. That's what they've told us we've before. We've been told this for months now. That is what we've been told. Congress' Congress's fault. They're holding it up. They want to do something. They just can't. And now you're telling me
4: he's going to do it on his own? What? Yes. That's the narrative. We've heard it a few different times. But, yeah, when you think back, wasn't it John Kirby at the time saying he couldn't do it? Right. I mean, you, you have to have it passed first before he can do anything. And then the question came back to him, if I remember right. This was like a month ago.
3: He, he has said he's he's willing to use executive measures.
0: And, um, and you know, if he gets if he gets the, the bill passed if he gets border funding um, and and it, and includes those authorities he'll use those authorities why, not, why wait why wait
8: till congress why not?
0: we need we need we need legislative support for border security measures and uh, we need the funding to be able to put in place border security measures that the president can utilize he has done some things like putting uh, uh, us <laughs> troops down there to alleviate some of the responsibilities or administrative responsibilities of border patrol um, and but, but we need this
4: we need this funding. That wasn't stopping people from coming in. Well no. That was just doing paperwork for people. But now it's all changing because this is a big issue with the election. Well they looked at the polls. What concerns the voter the most? It's immigration. Yes. So all of a sudden it's completely different. How do you like that?
8: Mess with a the in America unless you want to get the benefit.
4: What? Yeah, he's fine too, by the way. Know, Vibrant, a little, a little, a little, and healthy. Yeah.
7: yeah, well, yeah. You gotta see him in private. <laughs> oh buddy.
5: <laughs> These people all get the same talking points at the yeah. same time and regurgitate yeah. them. Sharp attack. Yep. In, in private, you don't you don't see it. I mean it's the political equivalent of I've got a supermodel girlfriend, but she lives in Canada. You've never met her. <laughs> And we spent vacation together, and it was awesome. Yeah, we did. It was really cool.
4: Yeah. She'd be the hottest girl here if she were only here.
7: Yeah.
5: <laughs> you know, right. I, I, I'd give you her phone number, but, you know, she's semi-famous. So, right, you know, yeah. I don't, she doesn't need a bunch of weirdos like you calling.
7: Right. Okay. That's why I don't have any pictures of her with me because, well, it's not allowed. It's because private.
5: Of, yeah. Yes. Don't want the paparazzi around. No. Some 25-year-old right now
4: is saying, what are you talking about? Because now with online, (laughs) Instagram, and everything else, they're like, why can't I see her picture? Where? Where is she? Oh, yeah, she doesn't exist. That's right. That's exactly right. All right, Robins, you ready for your big three? let's go. All right, roll it out. Here we go. Are you ready?
2: One, two, two. three. Look at my shoe
4: It's the three most important news
7: stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well,
5: at least according to Scott Robbins.
7: It's the trifecta on the Markley, Van Camp and Robbins Show.
4: Every day about this time, Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three stories of the day, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Casey.
7: Oh, hey, Casey. I'm ready. You all right today? I'm ready.
5: Three. No small talk. Number three. uh, You're asking the question. Well, somebody's asking the question. What is... Christian nationalism, because a lot of, uh, you know, liberals like Rob Reiner did a documentary on it or whatever. Yeah. And that we're supposed and, to be panicked about Christian nationalism.
7: And mm-hmm. So a guy named John Heiderbaker from a place called Powerline did a little article on this. And, and he says the same thing you just said, David. I mean, leftists love to make up categories, uh, particularly of people uh, to hate, right? Whether the categories have any basis in reality or not. He said, lately, I've noticed Christian nationalism has become an obsession of the left but who are these people i'm a christian and a nationalist so am i a christian nationalist if not me then who i'm personally acquainted with a great many conservatives and a great many christians i've never heard a single person identify themselves as a christian nationalist have you do any people that go hey you know what i'm a christian nationalist
4: No, what they're trying to say is any Christian that would vote for Trump. Yeah.
7: Yeah. That would be. Somehow evil. You've attached to it. Yes. A hate word, right? Yes. So he said, as far as I can see, the left's obsession with Christian nationalism is just one more instance of their fabricating non existent villains because they can't deal with the dystopian reality that their own policies have created.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that's part of it.
7: So you just invent a term.
4: Yeah, have you seen the trailer for this thing? The Rob Reiner thing? Yeah. No.
5: Yeah. Oh, by the way, of course, David French. Uh, I don't know if he still writes for National Review, but he's with... He Is it the New York Times that he writes for now? I don't know. He's one of these guys. He's He says he's an evangelical Christian and a conservative, but his brain was broken by Donald Trump. And so yes. everything this guy writes now... He used to write some interesting stuff, but after the Trump derangement syndrome took hold... All of his stuff is about uh, the dangers of uh, uh, Trump voters who say they're Christians. And so, of course, you know, he gets the call. You want to be in this documentary about Christian nationalism? Sure. I have I, I have no self-respect left. Of course I'll do it.
4: Yeah. It's part of it.
5: Uh, Megan Basham,
4: who reports for Daily Wire, she put out a thing about this a couple of days ago because she saw it. A screening of it or something. And... On X, she said the film suggests adhering to conservative Christian views is bad enough, but any attempt at securing political representation to enact them is presumably dangerous and even idolatrous. You got, you know, people in the Christian world would know specific names. Like Russell Moore um, describes it as valorization of power itself. Some of these people that, you know, want their values represented in their government. How dare
7: they? Exactly. I mean, what are you talking about here? Of
4: course you want your values. It's okay for Fonnie Willis to show up to church whenever she wants to send a political message in Atlanta. That's fine. Okay, but you Trump-voting people want yourselves represented with your government. Mm Mm-mm. She said by stringing together disjointed out-of-context clips that lump together obvious charlatans and screeching fringe preachers, Along with the likes of Billy Graham, the filmmakers reveal uh, either their profound ignorance or their cynical desire to um, assign a Christian nationalist label as widely as possible. And the film goes on to dial the rhetoric up to a fever pitch by reflecting on how Christians in Germany allowed Hitler to assume power, insidiously implying a parallel scenario is playing out among Christians who support Trump. So that's what it's about. I mean, what happened to this guy? Which guy? Rob
7: Reiner. I,
4: it, was, it was a liberal,
7: woke mind I virus. Mean, I mean, he just... He went from making semi-entertaining, funny movies... That's
4: been years ago. ...to
7: humorless, oh, yeah. dark, you know, political statement movies
4: that no one sees. Well, I mean, this is a deeper dive, I would imagine. But, I mean, when you're talking the likes of him or a Barbara Streisand... Yeah. What else do you have to live for anymore? You're trying to yeah. find some sort of purpose, and I think that th- th- that's the religion, man. Sounds like it. You know, so three. Golly, that was three, Casey. Now on with the countdown. Oh, he's way behind today. A little bit, yeah, I'm
5: losing his stuff. Uh, Scott Robbins, trifecta, the top three of the day. Two. Uh, so you had this massive uh, outage today, particularly with AT and T and other uh, cell phone providers and internet providers who were. Piggybacking off that network. And uh, a lot of different elements of life were affected by this. And you want to talk about the pharmacies that were yeah, affected? Yeah,
7: pharmacies across the country are reporting delay to prescription orders due to the cyber attack on one of the nation's largest healthcare technology companies. Change Healthcare, a company that handles orders to patient payments throughout the U.S., first noticed a cybersecurity issue affecting their networks Wednesday morning. It was on the East Coast. So they're experiencing all this network interruption related to cybersecurity. Experts are working, they say, to address the matter. Once we became aware of the outside threat in the interest of protecting our partners and patients, we took immediate action to disconnect our systems. So oh, okay. if your prescriptions are delayed or unavailable for a time being, it's because of a cyber attack. Nothing to worry about, though. All right.
5: So my bad. That wasn't the phone outage. For some reason, I, I misunderstood what, when you were telling me that. So this is something separate.
2: mm mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is separate from the okay. phone outage, yes. But the phone outage is part of this, too. I mean, we're so susceptible to this stuff right yeah. now. I wondered if the landline companies would all of a sudden come up and go, hey, you know what? Might want to get yourself a landline,
5: too. Yeah, the, well, that's interesting. The last fax machine manufacturer yes. in the world is like, yeah.
7: now's my time. <laughs> Just got a shot in the arm. They got like a whole warehouse
4: full of fax machines. I got to move. All I was thinking was the local pharmacy here was thankful you couldn't get in to call them to yell at the person about your script. Yeah, right. Now it all makes sense to me. And yeah. the
7: countdown continues.
4: Yes, the Scott Robinson
5: The top three. And finally, one. Uh, number one, uh, Biden's dogs bit more people than we even thought we it is like an update to the update to the update now. Holy. It's a yeah, couple I dozen got confused.
7: People. Yes. Uh, Joe and Joe Biden should not have dogs. I think we can just say that right off the top, right? Makes sense. The Biden dog commander was uh, worse than we were told when the story broke that he was removed from the White House due to his behavior. The Black Vault, a website, an online site, submitted a FOIA request on October the 5th, 2023. It received a final response February the 20th, 2024. Now, I want to tell you up front, I don't blame the dog for this. I
1: gotta,
7: <laughs> <laughs> I'm blaming the humans for this. The dog bit 24 people. 24 dog
5: bites. Wow. Holy smokes, man. You're not talking about little nips either. No. Yeah, one guy stitches. had to get stitches, and I think 10 of them required um medical intervention
7: now the dog is a german shepherd you've seen the dog right Mm -hmm. yes and somebody pointed this out to me and i didn't know this that german shepherds are considered the thinking man's dog (laughs) which clearly eliminates biden as a solid (laughs) owner right there
4: (laughs) so i wasn't aware of that but there you are david to put you on the spot I'm trying to keep track of all this stuff with the different dogs. So this dog has been out of the White House for a while, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because earlier on, the it says it's now gone from the White House. I thought it, there was another one that just recently got kicked out, but this is Same the dog, dog that had
5: been gone for a while. This is just an update yeah, on it. Bo- both of the dogs have been gone but for right. a little while, but yeah. And one had died.
4: This is going back a couple of years. And then they replaced that dog. Yes. So there were still two dogs, but neither yeah. one of them behaved enough to stay at the White House. No. Got it.
7: I imagine the dog was snapped up immediately. This dog's bit 24 people. You want to
4: adopt it? <laughs> and there you have it. Scott fact the top three of the day. Okay. Another news update to get to. Um... Man, you see headlines for Nimrods in the news. You're like, is this real? A dude caught with crack cocaine and a rocket launcher? (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Coming up right here. If you're interested in daily fantasy sports
5: but maybe a little confused about how it all works, Prize picks is the way to get started. You're just playing against the numbers, no tinkering with lineups or keeping track of a bunch of players.
7: And you're not playing against
4: sharks. You pick more or less on a two to six player stat projection. You can now win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn
5: ten dollars into a thousand. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players, sports, and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Basketball,
4: hockey, soccer, tennis, etc price picks has a game for you price picks even
5: offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured yeah they're the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy it's easy to download
7: the app today and use code mbcr for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks that's code mbcr on price picks for a deposit match up to 100 bucks pick more pick
1: less it's that easy What does the future of mobility in Michigan sound like? It's the sound of new EV charging stations at our state parks. It's the sound of $17.5 billion in new investments to produce EVs and batteries in Michigan. And that? That's the silence of Michigan's new in-road wireless charging system. Discover all the ways MEDC is driving next-gen mobility in Michigan at michiganbusiness.org. radio
4: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. With rising costs, you see it all over the place. Oh boy, concerns about the economy. If you're running a business, you
5: know it's the hardest right now. It's been in a long time. Yeah, and you can simplify things a lot uh, with NetSuite by Oracle. Everything you need to grow your business, it's all right there
4: in one place.
5: You get a customized solution for all of your key performance indicators, and it's all in one system that lets you manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. And you
7: got all of that together, and having it all together makes it much easier to make a good decision for the
5: future. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it all happen for you. Yeah, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash mvr. That's netsuite.com slash mvr to get your own KPI checklist. Okay, a
4: couple updates and cleanup. Yes, the, there was a different dog, if you're just joining us, that Biden yeah. had moving into the White House. Um, that was Champ. Champ died at the age of 13. Mm-hmm. And then they have Major and Commander. But apparently Champ was the most well-behaved of the yeah. three. Is Major still around? Yes. well, they, They're both out of the White yeah, House out of because the White they House. had
5: yeah. behavior both problems. Both of them did? Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. And you had another update, David? Yeah, I remember that. Talked about it a couple of times this week, this terrible story out of Oklahoma where a 16-year-old girl uh, passed away. And and the trans cult jumped all over this. Oh, yeah. Saying that, oh, this is because, well, she was non-binary and she was bullied to death. She was beaten to death in a bathroom. That's the story that's been told. And it's all the governor's fault. It's all lawmakers' Republicans' faults. Because you're saying that kids can't get sex change operations, which, uh, whatever, doesn't make any sense no matter which way you look at it. Preliminary autopsy results um, indicate that she did not, in fact, die from any sort of head trauma related to that fight. Don't know any more details on that. Anything else would be speculation. But it is absolutely disgusting what the trans cult will do. To try to win some sort of brownie points in the public eye. Lying about the death, making it up, lying about the death of a 16 year old girl because it helps your agenda is sick. Yeah. So you're saying libs of TikTok not responsible for this one? Yeah, they blamed her because she's on the Unreal. Oklahoma Library Board or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not what happened. And. Terrible story again. There was something going on in that girl's life. She lived with her grandma.
6: It's sad. In the
5: picture, it was really it's terrible. And these absolute ghouls swoop in and say she was killed because she was different. It's absolute nonsense. And with that, we get to Nimrod. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The
2: dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley Van Camp and Robbins show.
7: I love the poorly educated.
4: All right. Nimrods in the news. Uh, it's a wild one. Police called to the parking lot of a red roof in Massachusetts earlier this week to investigate a suspicious vehicle. Okay. Cobbs approached. Talked to the driver. Saw some potential drug paraphernalia. They searched the car. They found some crack cocaine. Uh-oh. And an M190 U.S. Army rocket launcher. In the same car? Yes. Holy mm. smokes, man. Uh, The driver, Harvey Johnson, was arrested and charged with possession of crack cocaine and possession of this incendiary device. I'm sorry. Yes. I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for your cannon next, David. Yeah, yeah That's it. right. Yeah, the rocket launcher was turned over to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. (laughs) And that's Nimrod's in the news.